welcome to the Trail Home Podcast. Will you be my friend, Matthew? I'll absolutely friend you. Steve, will you be my friend? No, but we'll be in a complicated relationship. Ooh. Oh, we'll talk about that in the uh, the schoolyard later. <laughs> There's a school here. No, that was it was just a joke. Oh, it was a metaphor? It's a oh, metaphor, okay. yeah. Cool. yeah. I don't understand metaphors. You've got to remember that, Matthew. <laughs> you should know that on my profile. So, well, I haven't read your profile, have I? By the way, that message is still unread, I noticed. <laughs> you, I, n- I noticed you, you've seen my message, but not responded. responded. <laughs> I seen you guys went to the movies the other day, and I sort of didn't get an invite. Is that just a U2 sort of thing, or was that actually like a Trailer Island thing that I was meant to be at and didn't get told about? or Unfriend. Mm. The worst thing is when you have the three dots that pop up that someone's yeah. actually writing something. Oh, you know, you're going to get like you go, a paragraph. Okay, here we go, here we go. Yeah. And then it just disappears. Ooh. And you don't hear back. You're like, yeah. oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> well, I think uh, from that conversation, people can probably surmise as to the website, at least, we're talking about and the movie about the website we're talking about. Let's review Facebook this week. <laughs> it's been stealing my data yeah. and selling it to foreign nations. Your data, our data. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is really depressing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so let's, let's, uh, let's get into gear, shall we? <laughs> let's get into Okay, so yes, we are the Trail Island Podcast, and there goes the music. Great. And <laughs> we compare films in their trailers. And this week, we are doing a film that is how old now? Old enough to make me feel old. It's 11 years old. Uh, really? 11 years old. Yeah. Oh, 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 thanks. Thanks, Captain. Cheers, mate. If you could... I like my space. <laughs> I never had a MySpace, no, and ne- I am neither did I. So- oh wait, did I? I don't think I did. But I am so happy that I never had one. Wasn't MySpace? I never had it. But wasn't that the one, Steve? Did you have MySpace? Uh, I think so. Was that the one where you could literally rank the order yes. of your friends? Oh, yeah, the top ten friends. They were just oh. trying to incite violence. There weren't they? Uh, it was. It was. A, it was a blogging site. Of okay. Sorts and- the captain's one of two people I still have on MySpace. There you go. The other one is Tom. Who's Tom? <laughs> Tom is the default friend you get on. Yeah. <laughs> I see. It's like him sitting at a computer, and I know this is audio only, but he's doing like this. Yeah. Oh, that's so visual over sound. Yeah, it was lovely. <laughs> and the dude sold MySpace for like a lot of money before mm-hmm. it tanked as a website. Oh, well, good on him. <laughs> what are we talking about this week? <laughs> I don't know. We're talking about another film. Another, wait, no, not another film because they never made a film about MySpace. Or did they? I don't know. I don't, I don't think I don't they did. Think so. Okay. All right. Well, anyway. So fast talking and stuff because I feel like it's really part of the film and the trailer. Yeah, yeah Aaron Sorkin. Because Aaron Sorkin likes to do a lot of things about talking about really fast. So anyway, try and transcribe this. Sorry to This movie... Is about an internet thing, right? That That's is correct. correct. Is it? Is it a website for having groups of people as your? I'm doing air quotes again, everyone. Friends, mm-hmm. and yeah. you can send messages to your friends, and you can mm-hmm. update your, you know, how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. What's be, on your mind? What's on your mind? Put photos up. Is it the website that's just to you to coin a phrase of my father's, the devil's portal? Perhaps. Mm. Perhaps indeed. This film certainly thinks so. Are we about to listen to the trailer of quite possibly might be one of the best trailers ever made? Ooh, according to some articles we'll get into, Mm. yes. We do like this trailer, don't we? Mm. Let's do it. Let's do it. What movie are we reviewing today? Uh, We are talking about the social network and I want to talk about, I just want to say really quickly, you probably won't be able to hear the full trailer on this this little preview, but we'll put a little link in the description below. Well, the first minute of the trailer... 
Are you on speed? Like, what was, what was going on <laughs> there? Absolutely. You were just, you were firing it's, off it's at a, a million miles an hour. It's a copyrighted song. I, no, no, no. Really... I've got no problem with playing a copyrighted song because we're reviewing it. Oh, yeah, I think that's how use. it works. Uh, please don't sue us. Um, <laughs> we got, is it the first minute? It's just a song. It doesn't need to yeah. be, it doesn't add anything. Um, well, it, does, it does if you're watching it. We're talking about the well, social yeah, yeah, yeah. network. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay, bye. I need to do something substantial in order to get the attention of the clubs. Why? Because they're exclusive and fun, and they lead to a better life. People want to go on the internet and check out their friends, so why not build a website that offers that friends, pictures, profiles? I'm talking about taking the entire social experience of college and putting it online. The site got 2,200 hits within two hours. Thousand. 22,000. This idea is potentially worth millions of dollars. Millions? You stole our website. They're saying we stole the Facebook. I know what it says. So did we? A million dollars isn't cool. You know what's cool? A billion dollars. You're going to get left behind. It's moving faster than any of us ever imagined. Get left behind. Let's sue him in federal court. I can't wait to stand over your shoulder and watch you write as a check. If you guys were the inventors of Facebook, Invented Facebook. Is there anything that you need to tell me? Your actions could have permanently destroyed everything I've been working on. We have been working on. Do you like being a joke? Do you want to go back to that? Mark! This is our time. You're being accused of intentionally breaching security, violating copyrights, violating individual privacy. Your best friend is suing you for $600 million. As for the charges, I believe I deserve some recognition from this board. I'm sorry? Yes. I don't understand. Which part? What a way to set up a decade's worth of film. Oh, yeah. That's, like, uh, that trailer is so good. It's, I mean, it came out in 2010, but I feel like that was sort of the epitome of, of, of movies in the 2010s. It was the film of that time, okay. I feel like. When people look back on that decade, they go, oh, yeah, social media, uh, social network, absolutely. That was, that was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it is, this is a David Fincher film. He's obviously mm. a very accomplished director at this point. I honestly think this is actually one of his best films. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah. It's, it's got, it has got comedy in there. I think he, he's, quite, he's known for being quite um, morbid at times, but this film's got the comedy in there. It's also it's very savage. It doesn't mince its words at all mm-hmm. but it's so focused that trailer itself yes did that i'm trying to remember the kind of trailers that we were getting up until that point because i because yeah. that that style of no narration and using stuff from purely from the film had been done before mm. but perhaps in bits and pieces but this time it was perfect it absolutely nailed the tone and the style of film that we were going to see. Would I, would I be correct in saying that? I, I agree, personally. Yeah. Was it the switch? That was the switch Ooh. that people saw in trailers. And I went- think so. I definitely think so. Okay. Uh, I think before that, trailer companies or even even distributors were sort of getting to that really trailer is an art form sort of stage. But this this film, they really they, they nailed it. Talking about that and about the switch, Alex, I'm curious, and I can't remember off the top of my head. I'd have to watch it. I should have watched it beforehand. Um, is I wonder what the trailer for The Dark Knight was like. It was really good. It was. It, yeah. I think it, it did follow sort of along those lines. It really did sort of tease out the film. It was a, re- it was a really good teaser of the film. Mm. Um, I mean, 
I like to go back and I like to rewatch the MCU trailers sometimes. Oh yeah, sure. And the Avengers came out in 2012. I know. Don't remind me. And that trailer <laughs> is is corny. It is yeah. a corny trailer. But by the same token, the trailer for Iron Man three. I remember being really good, like Tony yeah. Stark. Dra- yeah. We're getting a little off topic here, no, no, I, I guess. Just, but that's the whole I, point. I, I think, like, you know, Tony Stark... Dra- I, you know, I bring up The Dark Knight as an example because I think everyone accepts that that movie, being as just incredible as it mm-hmm. is, was a change in the way that people look at superhero movies. Yeah. Unfortunately, Joss Whedon and his Avengers movies didn't really... The, they've done a different thing, but DC have been chasing that movie, The Dark Knight yeah. with um, Heath Ledger's Joker... Ever since that movie came out. Let's go one bigger. Let's say it changed blocks, blockbuster films forever. I think you're probably right. Yeah, because it, it, it's this is, from memory, a 15-plus film yeah. that made a huge amount of money. Mm-hmm. And the idea of a film that has a restricted audience being able to do that, I think, is... I mean, Deadpool has done it since then as well. Yeah. But that's obviously a, a comedy. Before we get too deep into the, into the, the background here, let's premise. Yes. What mm. is this film about? Well, it's about... The, it's about Facebook. It's about Mark it? Zuckerberg. About, it's about Mark Zuckerberg from woe to go. Yeah. yeah. From how and he's he's a lizard person. <laughs> <laughs> Which the film doesn't really touch on. No, maybe maybe if they make another one. Quite a could... surprise. And I mean, were the filmmakers sued for this? I, I... Okay, now this is my biggest... Hey, we'll come back to that. I have a big question. You have a big yes. question. And don't forget it. <laughs> because we need to finish talking about the film. <laughs> so the film is about Mark Zuckerberg, the co-creator... Mm-hmm. of Facebook and the journey from his college days where it became a thing mm-hmm. to, I guess, present day when the film comes out, which is maybe, what, five or so it's years about five later? or so years, yeah. Which I guess in, in terms of timing works out with reality of when it was yeah. released. And there's a lot of controversy about who came up with it. Did he steal the mm-hmm. idea? And the film addresses all of that and in beautiful detail. And, that, and that's my big question, mm. is he cannot be happy that this movie is, movie is out because make no mistake, this movie hates Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. It, and I mean, I mean, I have my own opinion, which probably shouldn't factor I into this. I think it respects him. It, it respects it that, him as a sympathetic character. It does mm. initially, I think. I mean, there's that wonderful line um, towards the end of the film. This is 11 years old, so I don't mind spoiling it. As long as, if you do care, maybe stop listening for 10 Bye. seconds or so. But um, there's that wonderful line. Like he's the he's the youngest, was it millionaire or billionaire? billionaire. billionaire the youngest billionaire ever. But that text is over um, this vision of him keep refreshing Facebook because he wants to see if yeah. a friend request yeah, he's just so. sent will be accepted. And he's like, is he the real winner? Because he's looking pretty damn sad right now. Like, you know, I mean... The, the movie hates Mark and I, 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 you, you want to hate him because he is nasty to people. He, he doesn't care about being nice to people. He only cares about stepping over people to achieve his goals. No. And for, but he does, though, doesn't he? But the he? whole reason he, he, he goes on this journey is because the, the woman he dated in college broke up with him. Because he was Mark Zuckerberg, he was he was in his truest form in college, and there's there's a part halfway through the movie where he reconnects with this this woman, and who at that point is so unimpressed with him, he, she she doesn't even care what he's doing at that mo- that moment, and as soon as she rejects him again, he goes, "We need to go bigger, we need to be- go bigger, we need to get this into different schools." The ending of this film is him refreshing the 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 friend notification, but it's on her page. 
It is about a scorned lover trying to do everything it, he can. It's not the same lover though. It's it's the the lawyer he just it's spoke the lawyer. To. No, yeah, no, 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 no. No, it is, is. This is this is Rooney Mara's ca- character. No, it is. Sure, yep. I don't think it is. Oh yeah. I, re- I no, I don't think mm-hmm. it is. I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're gonna have to look this I one up because I because that's not my, the Rashida Jones character. Because I thought it was the lawyer. My 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 no. reading on this film is that he has lost everyone, and because this lawyer came in at the very end of the film, going, "Do you want food or something?" And he, she's been nice to him. He's going, oh, this per- this is like the only person being nice to me in such a small way. No. I need to capitalize on this. That's my reading on the ending of this movie. Alone, Zuckerberg sends a Facebook friend request to Erica Albright. There you go. Wow. Her- repeatedly refreshes the page. It, it's all about Erica Albright. Okay, I, I thought that he was trying to friend a different character. No. There you go. Okay. This, wow. is, this is all about a scorned... Love it. I don't want to. I don't want to simplify it in that way too much. But it is about a man who who is trying to prove himself to another oh, person. I need to go and watch that scene because my just to understand my point of view. Then, Stephen, I accept that I'm wrong. Yeah. Is the way that that scene happens is you know that lawyer comes in that young, attractive lawyer who he clearly has kind of got this thing flirting in his own lizard I person had, way. I had a huge crush on Rashida Jones. <laughs> who didn't? <laughs> and like, Perkins from oh. The Office. But oh. she, she comes in and he's there after they've had their discussion and she's sort of she's sort of taking pity on him a little bit and goes, oh, do you want me, do you want to come and grab food with me or something? And my, and I'm clearly wrong, but my understanding was always she leaves and he goes and he looks her up because he knows her name on his website he created. That was the whole point of him creating that site where she could look up anyone and tries to friend her because she's literally in that moment all he's got left that was my reading on the ending of that movie so that changes my perspective the ending is significantly the ending is uh, now mark zuckerberg is where he wanted to be yeah a man with power and and money but without his ex-girlfriend and without his ex-girlfriend yeah okay that's that's it doesn't make me like the film less i'm just i've seen this about four times i need to rewatch it now (laughs) that's interesting it's funny okay when i put it on to watch it i was like i've seen it before a couple of times i'm just going to skip through stuff, blah, 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 get to pivotal scenes, blah, 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 and I watched the whole thing. Yep. Oh, uh, it's, it's captivating. It is just, it just sucks you in. Oh, yeah. It pulls you in and it doesn't let you go because you just <laughs> want to watch the whole thing. Now, Aaron Sorkin wrote the screenplay for this, directed by David Fincher. Yeah. And th- that, when it came out, this is the first time that I'd heard of Aaron Sorkin. Mm. You know, I'd never seen The West Wing. And it was at the time a different style of character interaction, mm-hmm. with rapid fire talking. It's all it's all going on. It's all happening. It's all in the words. And I remember having the opinion that we've talked about. Uh, was it the Chicago Seven? Yeah, yeah. And where sometimes I feel like the rapid fire talking can be a distraction for what is ultimately not great. Uh, conversation between characters but in this I can't fault it yeah it nails it from the go well I mean to that effect on that point I know very little about computer algorithms and how to set up a website and the whole sort of first 15 minutes of this film is him in his dorm Mm -hmm. room with his mates setting up this website because he's just been broken up with and he's drunk and he's doing it literally to be spiteful and for fun and they're, they're talking about all these algorithms and I've got to do this and I've got to do that. And this is how this... And then also on top of that, you get the very clicky society within Harvard University and the different mm, yeah. clubs there, which I is very alien to me. Yeah. But the film does it in such a way that without using exposition, you understand pretty much everything that's going on and the social situation 
that he's in. And I think that's incredible that you can do that within 10 minutes or so. This would have been like the, the 12th time I've seen this movie and I'm still picking up stuff. Mm. Like I, I, this time I consciously sat down and I was going to watch Andrew Garfield's character, Eduardo, the mm-hmm. partner of, uh, mm. of uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Everyone's favourite Spider-Man. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I never, I never really noticed how, how much of a pushover that character was at the beginning of the film. And it's, it's wonderful to see the progression of this character getting beat down, beat down, beat down uh, a lot of the times by Mark Zuckerberg. And then by the end of the film, he's got himself back up. Yeah. And he's going to oh, well, sue the hell out of Mark Zuckerberg. When now. he bites back, it is a very satisfying yeah. scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very satisfying. And I didn't realize why it was so satisfying, but it's because he's always on the other end of someone's assertive or aggressive needs. And, and, he, he, yeah, like you said, he bites back in such a tremendous fashion. Now, back to the point of Mark Zuckerberg clearly not being happy about this movie. I'm assuming this is based on a book or a, or a, a testimony of someone. I mean, these, these court cases, you know, he's got sued twice. So I'm assuming maybe they access records of those hearings. Oh, I don't, yeah, I've got no idea it's how it's based it on a book called The Accidental Billionaires. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, my question is. We just don't know how much... We, we like to think it's all true because I think we all like to hate Mark Zuckerberg, to be honest. But I, <laughs> we don't know how much of this movie is actually accurate. We just don't know. It does make for a very good drama, though. Yeah. Um, and, and like I say, I think all of us are all too happy to go... And look, let's be honest... He probably is a lizard person, so it's, it's quite easy. You're really to- harking on about this lizard <laughs> he, person. You, that hearing he had a couple of years okay. ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yes, yes. And the way he was drinking, his face wasn't... He's a lizard person. Now, yeah. you, you've mentioned lizard person a couple <laughs> of times, and people are going to be going, well, what is a lizard person? Matthew, in, in 10 seconds, tell us what a lizard person is. Um, I don't believe this, but there's a conspiracy that the world is run by a group of lizard people who pretend to be humans. I don't believe it, but it's very funny, and apparently Mark Zuckerberg is one of them. That was actually very concise. Yeah, and thank I you. applaud you for that. <laughs> We've still got three seconds left. What do you want to talk about? Uh, the Queen is also apparently a lizard person. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, uh, this is probably one of the rare little requests you've got from me to do a, a movie on, on Trailer Island. Mm. I um, created face, uh, a fake Facebook profile, a fake email address. I sent through the request. Um, oh, took me a moment. <laughs> uh, Wait, you're Eduardo? Yeah, that's me. Uh, because I, I, read, I got sent an article by a mate who was talking, uh, and the article was talking about the fading art form that is the film, the blockbuster film trailer. And he cites the social network as, as the perfect example of what a blockbuster film trailer could be and how in the last 10 years it's gone downhill. And I wanted to ask both of you what you thought about that statement. Because, I, I, I mean, I look back at the last 10 years and I'm, there are a couple of really good film trailers there that I really, really enjoy watching. And mm. honestly, probably give me some great glimpses into the film, not the film itself, but I sort think of teases the, it out. The one that's immediately come to mind for me, and I don't know if it's because it uses music in a similar way to this movie, is the trailer for the Robert Patterson Batman film. Oh, my God, I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah, I I think, and again, look, it might actually just be using the same trick that the Social Network trailer uses, but that film comes to mind. Uh, We discussed it when we did um, Godzilla vs. Kong, is the trailer for Godzilla 2, King of the Monsters. Fantastic. Is legitimately an amazing trailer. One that comes to mind for me is uh, the early trailers for The Force Awakens. Oh yeah. yeah, I yeah. think I think the first two trailers they had for that 
were were absolutely brilliant. They're, they're, well, five, they're six years old now, but they were they were you know, teased out of the plot. No one knew what was going on with the new with the new series, and well, they teased the, that really well. The, the trailer for Rise of Sky was it Rise of Skywalker is the, the last, last one? one. Yeah, I love that yeah. trailer. Yeah. I actually got so excited about mm-hmm. that film, and then it just it just it didn't deliver at all for, for me. It would be an interesting one to do that just as a an episode down the line. Yeah. Is a, is a movie like does it live up to that trailer? Like, rather, should I say, is it possible for a movie to not live up to a trailer so badly? Anyway. We um, talked well, about Endgame, and Endgame was a trailer that used the first quarter of that film. See, that, now that's, that's interesting as well, because if you're thinking about a trailer for a film that has a pedigree behind it where, mm. for the most part, you know the story. So you have that emotional connection to the things that you see in that trailer like the like the Endgame films. Yeah. And by that point, you've developed an understanding. But for this case, The Social Network, this was a standalone. We had yeah. no background information on anything to do with the film beforehand apart from we knew who Mark Zuckerberg was. And by that stage, we were probably all on Facebook. And... I mean, Matthew's point of the new Robert Pattinson Batman film, mm-hmm. yeah, I am all for that. Again, that has a pedigree behind yeah. it. It's not a standalone. Batman is not a new character. It also has a lot of iconography. Uh, you're talking about pedigree. Um, I believe, I could be wrong from memory, I haven't watched it for a while, but the teaser trailer for Spectre, the, late, the last Bond film, had very little dialogue in it from memory. I could be wrong. But what I do remember from that trailer is it was a lot of sort of slow shots of Bond center frame. And it was more, the, the important thing was just his silhouette. And it's that, that idea of we all know the gun barrel sequence. And that's all that trailer was trying to do was just, this mm. is going to be a Bond movie. You know yeah. nothing that happens in it. And I agree, like the, the Batman trailer is kind of the same. I mean, they've cut that trailer. They're still shooting the movie. Or yeah. they may have finished now, I think. But when they released that trailer, they hadn't finished. So, all of the movie is not represented in that trailer, but it gives you a taste of it. And I think that this film trailer, to make me want to see this film as much as, say, going to see The Force Mm -hmm. Awakens trailer, Mm -hmm. but knowing not being part of a franchise or characters I've loved since I was a kid, I think is incredibly impressive. Like You see that trailer, you want to see the film. Probably the most recent example that I can think about is Nobody. I probably watched that trailer a dozen times. I was like, this looks cool. It's so well cut together. It's not uh, cut to a song perfectly Mm -hmm. timed with everything. It just gives you the story. I'm trying to think, did Baby Driver, was that to a song in the trailer? Because the film itself was so tempered to music. Was the trailer... I know there's a a bit of music, but I also remember seeing that film for the first time being surprised at how much things were synced up. So maybe not. I don't know. Mm. Uh, Another one that comes to mind is Ready Player One. Uh, I remember the teaser trailer for that being exceptionally good. It did use some popular mu- music and it did, it fed off the pedigree of other properties. Mm-hmm. But I remember that that particular uh, that teaser trailer being exceptionally good, gave me a lot of hype. Another film I think that is in the last decade or so that it was touted as a great trailer was Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Fincher's version of <laughs> yeah. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Another Fincher film. The yeah. next year, I think, yeah. And I wonder, is, is he good at doing trailers? I think he's just a good film. Mean, actually, I'm glad you bring that up because I also quite like his adaptation of Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, not just because Daniel Craig's in it. But um, I think his trailers, both those trailers for that movie and this one, The Social Network, most importantly give you the atmosphere and Finch is a very atmospheric director. I, uh, yeah. um, I know that you mentioned one of your highlights of this movie is when Zuckerberg's just running through Harvard at the beginning. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I think 
if a trailer can, as very much like this one does, can give you the atmosphere of a film. Like we mentioned um, last week, I'm still crying a bit about it, but, but The Father, <laughs> we thought maybe, I mean, again, slightly misleading perhaps. It gave a bit more of a comedic kind of tone perhaps in that trailer, ever so slightly. Mm. And I think if a trailer like this can absolutely nail that atmosphere, just so you know what you just know what the movie is going to be, I think that's exceptional. That's now, good cutting. Remind me because I wasn't super on board with this particular trailer. But what were you, what were your two? What, both of you, Knives Out. You were both on with that trailer. Or I, yeah, I, I, I like that yeah. trailer. Yeah, would I that th- be sort of an example of that? Or uh, it that gives you one- the comedy. Yeah, that one really relied on music. Yep. Where the trailer wasn't cut to the music, it just had a big loud track on it mm-hmm. with bits <laughs> from the movie. So probably comparatively not as engaging as I found this trailer. Because mm. it, it uses, a, it uses ra- the social network uses Radiohead's Creep. It's a great song. An a cappella version of the yeah. song Creep. I mean, what is that saying about Zuckerberg? Yeah, what it make, that's the thing. Like, even the trailer makes... It lets you know what the film's opinion of Mark Zuckerberg is going no, to be. I, I definitely don't think that was meant to be the impression. I think the, no? the impression is to be that uh, Mark Zuckerberg is the outsider. Well, he's not exactly true. the. He's not exactly the creep. He's just he's. Well, like, it's. Yeah, I mean, the lyrics of that, that that it uses is "I'm a creep. I'm yeah. a weirdo. What the hell am I doing here? Yeah, I, I don't, don't belong, belong here. here." Yeah. Yeah. Definitely yeah. trying to imply that he is the outsider. He's trying to do something different, and and it makes you think with all that money. <laughs> has it brought you happiness? I mean, if someone's going to offer me, you know, what's he worth? Like $110 billion yeah, now. Something stupid. Hey, yeah. More than happy to take it. That, <laughs> that's fine. I've got a couple of things. There's a few renos around the house that I could do with some money. 110 bill. <laughs> that'd be great. If yeah. he wants to accompany you to Bunnings, that'd be fine. Oh, look, if he could throw a couple of vouchers my way, gone in a minute. <laughs> Easy peasy. But, yeah, it's – I mean, the tagline for this was you can't have 500 million friends without creating a few enemies. Mm-hmm. Which is a great tagline. Which is a great, fantastic example of what this film is about. Mm-hmm. Because to get where he is, he's burnt a lot of people. Yeah. And the yeah. film, I guess if we come back to that, does a great job of it. Yeah, well, even his best friend, well, his allegedly best friend. I've never quite believed that was a two-way relationship. I think it definitely was not. No. The, the reason this film is so good is because the, the last decade has been just news news abroad of, of, of Mark Zuckerberg and all the weird stuff that he's doing and all the shady things that Facebook have been doing as well. And I suppose we shouldn't be super... Surprised when they announced that maybe a sequel is in the works. They had an interview with Aaron Sorkin last year around mm-hmm. Trial of Chicago 7, and he said, I would absolutely write another Facebook film on the condition that David Finchner directs again, yeah. which I think, we're, I think we're in a prime position to actually get it as well. And would Jesse Eisenberg play Zuckerberg? Absolutely, he would. I think that would be... That that's that's the key there. Yeah, I mean, um, Jesse Eisenberg is actually very good in this. Well, he's actually he's fantastic. I, I've not actually seen him in a film where he's been bad. Actually, how good is Justin Timberlake in this film? Very good. Excellent. You he love to hate. Well, you just hate fantastic. him. Fantastic. Yes, I I, ca- I don't think I could fault anyone in this film. No, this is one of those movies for me. Um, and, and I always hate to use use the phrase perfect, but this I I honestly can't find anything wrong with it. I love the lawyer characters. They, they're, yeah, not on, yeah. they're not on screen for a while. They, whenever they come up, they steal the show. Yeah. <laughs> There's mm. a fantastic scene where he's talking about uh, he's being deposed again 
and he's just staring outside and he, he says, it's, like, uh, it's, it's raining. raining. Yeah. It's raining. It's like, do I, the, not, have, do I, do I, do I not, not deserve have, your full attention? You can see the, the, the lawyer's face is like, you twerp. Oh, they all, yeah, they like, all kind of go, oh, I want you to lose, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. But yeah, right or wrong, I mean, that's not for us to judge. We weren't there. We just enjoy the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And, and you know, I, I've seen a lot of documentaries about social media and I just think to myself, if it weren't so useful <laughs> in some aspects. Yeah. Well, we use it, I mean, all the time just to coordinate this, I mean, I know we're on an yeah. island, but we do. Yeah, it's, we use it to to get mm. together and do this, and and people have events, and and it's just that is the norm now, and I don't know what can replace it, and I'm sure mm. someone's working on something, but are you then just switching to another form of? I think so. Social yeah. media that just invades your life. It is funny. I I um I don't want to I don't want to get too into the social politics of social media. I mean, obviously, this film does a very good job of examining examining the the dangers of perhaps putting too much heed in it but i i have tried to get into the habit of getting home after work and turning it off Mm. because i think it's become at least for people of our generation quite habitual to just scroll if you're if you get slightly bored after high five go i wonder if there's and then you're there for half an hour wasting your life scrolling through just stuff that really doesn't matter unless someone's actually you know i've always had this mindset if someone really needs you in an emergency or just needs to talk to you they'll call you Mm. they won't send you a message if it's a message, then it's probably not that urgent. And that's kind of like, you know, don't let this thing rule your life. And I think this film, to a certain degree, is a cautionary tale, I think, to that to, of that. But it's it's more focused on Zuckerberg and just what makes him tick, I think. Yeah, that, that, that's what the film's about. I have a real aversion to biopics. I, I have a, The problem I have with biopics is, is that you can usually always pick out, like, how it's going to end. Mm. I love the fact with this, you don't know where it's going to end and how it's going to end. I love the fact that it ends on him, you know, on on theme, on character, still trying to impress. On the monster he created. It's not him winning a legal battle. It's not him (laughs) smoting the villain. It's it's him... Alone in a in a in a in a court deposition in a, room and in a lawyer's office. Yeah. I was thinking about now that you've corrected my opinion on the ending of this movie. I was thinking about how much I like the idea of this multi-billionaire, much like any other teen of our generation at school, stuck in a dark room by themselves, waiting for a crush to get back to them. It maybe flattens the character a little bit, but I mean, but, at the same token, it works. That's my point is I think I like this idea of, yeah, sure, he's got success, but has he? Yeah. You know, like he's just as miserable as some other some other people, you know, who who fool themselves into thinking that having as many friends as possible or this, this mm-hmm. old crush messaging them back after so long is is a win. Yeah. I love that. It's so, it's scathing. It is, a, it's scathing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Money doesn't buy happiness, I think, perhaps is another potential message of this movie i mean it buys a bit well yeah can i borrow 20 bucks yeah you can have 20 bucks oh what do you need it for never you mind (laughs) facebook advertising Facebook advertising. (laughs) no we have organic growth steve thank you very much um i mean uh on a similar vein uh alex you were just saying you've just started watching um silicon valley Mm. And I, I remember sitting down watching this and uh, watching Silicon Valley as well and going, so much of this is sort of influenced by 
by the social network, by the way that the social network was filmed, and yeah. by the characters that were created in that film. Yeah. And yeah, uh, it's not it's not stealing by any by by any means, but it's drawing upon this like rich environment of of venture capitalists and people with yeah. ideas. And well, I suppose it taps into the reality of what that situation is like, where yeah. you're you're in California, you've got a house, and you're just trying to create something that's going to make you a millionaire. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel so detached from, from that as part of society that it's kind of hard to relate to. I, I made the active choice to get rid of a lot of the social media on my phone a couple of months ago and because you just find yourself just sitting there. Mm, waiting. Waiting for something <laughs> to happen rather than creating an opportunity mm-hmm. to do something. Yeah. And I tell you what, it's a good feeling. It's a oh, very yeah. good feeling. Well, I've never engaged, and this isn't me trying to be all high and mighty, by the way. It's more just me it, sort of knowing perhaps my limits and knowing I'd, I would fall into the trap if I had mm. all of them. Is I've never had Twitter or Instagram. I've, I've tried to, like you, Maddox, I suppose now, is maybe just have one. And I am on Facebook. And every time I see this film, I do laugh going like, oh, do I need it? Do I need to have this thing? But um, at least my, my only consolation is I've not, I don't let myself be ruled by having to update multiple accounts or anything. It's like, no, no, I've just got the one. And I mainly, or at least is what I, what I tell myself, mainly have it for when people want to message me and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, whether or not I'm correct in that, I don't know. Well, I love being connected. I'm going to get connected even more. Well, I hope you do. <laughs> Maybe you can look after the Instagram because I was, I've, you know, because I put Instagram on my phone. I've literally got it for the podcast. Yeah. And I've been updating it and stuff. And then I found myself checking it. Throughout the day, but I mean, but for podcast reasons or for just, podcast reasons, okay. yeah, yeah, and annoyingly, it has created a boost in numbers. I'm like, oh, I've got to follow that high. I got to chase the dragon, man. Okay. Just wanted to say, I really, I think the nudes you put on Instagram <laughs> mm. are the classiest. Thank you, and they tease just the right amount. I find shadow, shadow and light. I've noticed that. I've noticed that. Is a really nice use shadow just as much as um. Cinematographer Jeff Cronenworth. That was in, that, well done. <laughs> what is that? Was great. I that was just sitting here going, I'll just, was, I'll just wait for this to end. But no, that was that terrific. was almost as if you didn't check notes to, to, <laughs> to get to that point. Then Cronenworth. Cronenworth. All right. Sorry. What are we? I think we're all pretty sort of. We, we've discussed that. We, we've discussed a lot. I in this just, episode. Look, we, we've, we have discussed a lot. This has been a very good discussion. I, I just trying to think if there's anything else in this movie that. Really needs to be discussed. Interesting color grade. Yeah, I love it. You watch that trailer. uh, You never. I never noticed it when I watched the movie, but when I watched that trailer, it looks very yellow. Mm. A lot of a lot of people look very sick. Every Um, every David Finchner film, I think, always has that interesting color grade. I know Gone Girl definitely has that color grade. Zodiac's got a bit of a weird color grade going. No, it does. Well. But he, he does have such a distinctive look. Yeah. And I, I love his look. His kind of slow camera movements, that kind of stuff. Inter- I, don't, I haven't seen it yet, but I'd be interested to see a VFX breakdown of this film because I know Fincher loads he does. his um, stuff with VFX. Yeah, I think, like stuff you never meant to notice. Yeah, like I think I mentioned to you the other week about his Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, how all the snow that falls isn't real. Yeah. Oh, it's wow. all CG. Mm-hmm. But you watch it going, he's it, very good know. at that subtle stuff. In Zodiac, again, I think this is something we mentioned before. There's a whole street. That is apparently all CG, but well, the yeah. VFX breakdown of Mindhunter. Yeah, mm. I was like, "What?" Like, there's, there's there's zero blood in any of his films or or or, or any any of that because it's too hard to reset for a scene. It's always ah. CGI. Either. How about that? Yeah, that's amazing. Interesting. Oh, it's almost great as director. if 
almost as if he knows what he's doing. Yes. Almost. Imagine and that, a director a dis- who knows what he's doing. And he has a distinct idea and appreciation for CGI and visual effects. That's very good. Mm. Anyway, so this is a social network. Uh, David Fincher, if you're listening... Please be a guest. Please. We'll, we'll do a movie do you, of your choice. Do you know David Fincher? Let us know on our Facebook page. Send us a message. Uh, yes, we are in hands with the devil. Uh, <laughs> what, you mean Mark Zuckerberg? No, I, I never made that accusation. <laughs> I no, was, the Devil's I was, Portal, was that what you're... Yeah, the Devil's yeah. Portal, yes. And it's something that I, I think is a terrific na- nickname for, for, the, for the Facebook. Well, any final points before we uh, give this something out of fun? Well, I mean, uh, the point I sort of want to touch... We're going to give this all five, I feel like. Do we need it? We need to start like making a new category of, like, of, of result where everyone's like, yeah, this is, this is a great film. I'm not mm. giving it a five. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. Sorry. I I forgot. You're a lizard person as well. I am. I've I've been trying to trick you. In that case, I'll go first. <laughs> okay. Steve, please go first. Out of five whaties. Friend Ooh, requests. Friend, friend requests is good. Friend requests. Yeah. Uh, chickens. Rege- <laughs> no. No, Steve. That was last chickens. week. No, no, no. He, he, Eduardo had the chicken. I oh, did have the chicken. Well, we can't oh, he have, does have the chicken. We can't have chicken two weeks in um, a row. Um... This is a rejected, live chicken. Rejected friend requests, perhaps. Oh, that's a bit negative. Oh, sorry. Um, pokes. <laughs> you remember pokes? On I remember Facebook? pokes. Yes. Let's you do pokes. Pokes someone on Facebook. Pokes were still a thing in 2010, oh. weren't they? They would have been. That would have been a feature in 2010. Still, bring back the poke. Never have I felt more awkward when someone sends you a poke <laughs> and you don't know what to do about it. Yeah. Like, okay, it's probably why they got rid of it. <laughs> yeah, pokes. I think that's great. Yeah, okay. yeah, perfect. Uh, for me, it's it's five pokes. We've talked about how how good this film is. I remember going to see it back in 2010, and I did not think it'd be as influential as as it has been for the last decade. And even after all these years rewatching it and picking up things, and just the the quality of film it is, it it just it's fantastic. It's just fun. It's it's always good to revisit. You know, once a year, it's it's just great to revisit. I would agree with you. I mean, this film I never get tired of. Mm. And I've seen it a few times now. And it does not show its age. I've yeah. seen, you know, you watch other films mm-hmm. that are shot in 2010. And you go, that was shot 11 years ago. This film could have been shot yesterday. That's an excellent point. Yeah. And, and again, I think that comes down to David Finch's craft, his his love of aesthetic. It's, it's odd to have a director who's so good at just making sure things look good, but he's so good at everything else as well. You know, he's an, he's a terrific filmmaker. No one's going to deny that. There, there are moments in this film in terms of pacing that, for me, it slows down occasionally. Um, there are moments where I think it expects the audience to have a little bit of prior knowledge sometimes to certain aspects, and I find that can bog it down a little bit where you have to play catch-up. But these are, these are little nitpicks. These, these are just little things that, for me, drag it back from being a 5, but it's still a 4.5 for me. It's just not a full 5 because I have a little bit of issue with... Some of the bits in the middle, again, the way that things are manoeuvred and, and that kind of stuff. But like I say, it's not like it's the Taylor Swift documentary. It's, this is an incredible <laughs> incredible movie. One day I'm going to sit down and I'm going to go through every one of your scores. I'm going to look at every <laughs> film you've given five. Look, I give a score. And I'm going to figure out the <laughs> GD scale because I cannot work it with you. I give a score to a movie uh, depending on how I feel in the moment. So if you ask me to review a film we did a year ago, the score could very well be different, but I stand by what I am saying right now. Matthew, a couple of weeks ago, you changed your score but literally that was, about a minute later. That was, that was yeah. in the moment, though. 
That was it. See, it was in the moment. It was in the moment. <laughs> when we do our interview review, uh, Steve, call me up on it. I, I, still, think, ha- I still think you're a twat. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there a particular movie that you're upset about me giving oh, a bad score? If I go back and I have a look, and I'm, I'm the, I know there's going to be one I'm not going <laughs> to. All right, no. I'm, Mortal <laughs> Engines, probably. It's going to be Mortal <laughs> Engines. I, can't, I cannot remember what I gave Mortal Engines. I think it was a, was it a four? I can't remember that film. I still love the movie, <laughs> so I would happily, if it's not a four... Or if it was, I don't know, if, if it was a five, then it's a five. But if I gave it a four, then it's still a four. My, Alex, my... get me away from this <laughs> fool and give me, a, give me a rating. I'm going to just give it five as well. I think it's yeah. a great film. Like I said it earlier, I sat down and thought, yeah, I'm just going to skim through it, blah, blah, blah. Just get the point so I can be able to talk about it. And I watched the whole thing, which just says everything about it. It just, it, we, we've spoken enough about it. It's a five from me. Yeah. Yeah. Easy mm. peasy. Mm. But will you think differently about that tomorrow? No, because I <laughs> stick to what I say I, when I say things. I'm, I have respect for myself. Oh, maybe. I'm just being honest. I mean, you've got to be honest. Sounds like you're being deceptive. <laughs> Me? Never. Yeah, I'm going to go back to my lizard person cave now. <laughs> I did notice that you look a bit skinnier in your profile yeah. photos. Mm, yes, well, it's all, you know, lighting and angles, isn't it? <laughs> is, that why you lay, is that why you lay belly down in the direct sun? <laughs> Some, sometimes, especially in the morning, yeah. yeah. <laughs> To generate energy for the day ahead. Exactly, precisely. So Steve gets it. There's a tarmac road. I'll be on it. <laughs> I don't even know what to do now. Uh, we are the Trailer Island Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, as it were. Send us a message via Facebook if you like, or don't. Just you know, say no to the man, man. Send us an email contact at trailerisland.com.au. You can visit the website and send a request through there as well. Or maybe some feedback. Are you enjoying the show? Are we not doing something right? Let us know. Either way, tell your friends that we exist because we appreciate you. And and you know, the yeah. more of us that are out there. Should the I stop changing my scores? No, please keep doing <laughs> No, because it creates tension within yeah. the group. Yes. And that is what creates drama. There is drama now. One mm. day Aaron Sorkin might write our story. <gasps> I want to be played by Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Seth Rogen. Uh, Andy Bernard. Um, <laughs> oh, Ed Helms. Ed yeah. Helms. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been Alex. I've been joined by... Uh, Stephen Sorkin. Matthew. Good night. <laughs> that was really tight. Yep. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> this is a Narrative Network podcast.